Hello, everyone. Welcome to the When It Work podcast. You're with your host, Julia Leahy, and today I'm joined by the very interesting Pete Moore from Ontario, Canada. Welcome to the show, Pete. Hey, thanks for having me, Julian. I am looking forward to our conversation today. So am I. And um, Pete, actually, I was having a look at Pete's website, and he's got fantastic uh, copywriting. I was just talking to him about it. He's got tremendous clarity. Um, like headlines and the way it's all set out, you know exactly what's going on with it. Just a little bit of a thing that uh, interests me. Um, uh, you should pay attention to people like Pete who actually know about these things and they can make a massive difference to what you're doing online. And if you're wondering why nobody's paying attention, it's because of these types of things. Isn't that right, Pete? Oh, absolutely. Copies is such an important piece. You know, here on podcasts, we talk about sound bites and sound clips and things like that. But really, you can take a lot of these great uh, little clips and make them into great copy too. Uh, whether you're hearing it, some people are audio, some people are video, some people, you know, uh, like to read whatever the case is. But you have to have your copy in any of these formats in a, that is simplified and that is easy to understand and that takes people through the journey that they need to go through in the quickest, simplest way. Absolutely. Sounds good to me. And today we're, we're calling this one Frustration to Freedom with the five Ps. Pete, do you want to tell us what the five Ps are? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've been a lifelong entrepreneur and kind of came across this model through, I, I sit down and I write and I do stuff in the mornings. And, you know, um, the five Ps all stemmed around this idea of how I've built all my businesses over the years. And you have to, it always starts, doesn't matter what business with a clear promise. So I'll give you the five Ps and then we'll, we can roll through them. So, but starting always with the, a clear promise and how we align the next three, the right product to the promise, the right process to the promise and the right people to the promise so that we can enjoy a better life with the right amount of profit. And, you know, so those are the five Ps, your promise, product, process, people, and profit. Awesome. And um, when you talk about the promise, is that is that um, in your like sales landing pages or is that about your whole message? What does that mean? You know, you can break down promises in different ways, depending on what you're doing. Uh, but ideally, there are three components to a good promise. And the three components are what's the person, whoever the audience, like in our case, we're talking today. So our listener or our reader or whatever the case is, whoever, whoever we're addressing. What's their problem? What, what are they, what's their pain point? What are they suffering of? And then what's your unique solution to give them a better life, right? So what's your unique solution to give them a better life? Because everybody buys a better life. So if you have the solutions to the problem to give them a better life, and you can frame that in the right copy, like we started off with, Julian, you know, then you're going to be able to have um, a framework that's going to take this person from their problem and see the better future. And it's like, mm, I want to learn more now. And if I want to learn more, how is that going to happen? And that's going to happen through the delivery of the right product, the right process and the right people. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I often speak to people and, you know, they may be feeling feeling frustrated that they've decided, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, some sort of coaching or, or what have you. 
and um, they come up with this idea. But um, I just noticed a little bit of a difference between the ones that really blow up and the ones that stagnate. And it's like what you talked about. It's the ones that go and they they hone in exactly on the pain point of of the people out there and the frustration and it's it's identifying the problem and just really uh, making it clear that you have the solution. So it's really about knowing who your ideal prospect is, isn't it, Pete? Yeah, it is. And, you know, we can talk about that now or later. It's up to you. But within the people, I break out people into three different components. And those are your ideal client who, you know, everybody's kind of done the work around their ideal client. Who, who do you want to work with? And then it's also second component, your ideal team member. And thirdly, any of the outsource partners, any of the other people that make up the sphere of influence to deliver the promise. So it might be your marketing partners. It might be your bookkeeping people. It might be your human resources people that you outsource. It might be, in my case, we own some shoe stores. So it might be my brands that we bring in is that are they delivering, helping us deliver the promise that we're making to our clients of making them look great and feel fantastic when they leave our store with a pair of shoes. So, you know, those kind of things are the things that you're always trying to pull in the alignment into the promise. And one of the big things is that, you know, people, when they look at that promise that they have, you know, they probably haven't revisited it and things have changed. People want a different experience now. People have different expectations. The world's gotten faster. It always does, right? And the expectations of delivery are faster. The expectation, and it doesn't matter whether you're a plumber or whether you sell shoes. Uh, you know, it's it, the, the expectations of getting their stuff now is different. And the expectations of what's delivered for the value is different. So if you've been doing what you're doing in your business for the last one, three, five, 10 years and haven't revisited this promise and how you deliver your customer experience and, and truly go back to, to the problem and has the problem that you used to deliver to three years, five years ago changed. Yeah. That's and have your, yeah. Have your services changed with them or are you still providing the same service you always did? Cause here's a, a phrase that I find a lot of owners have. Well, we've always done it that way. Well, yeah, we've good. always done it that way. Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, it still may be a good way, but that doesn't mean it's the only way. And this is what happens. Competition comes around and says, well, they, they do it that way. We're going to put our spin on it because we know the problem. We're more aligned with the problem because the problem has actually changed. And we're going to create the promise around the changed and morphed promise that's going to better deliver the service and start taking business away from those guys. So, that's, Peter, that's how um, sorry. So imagine that you have convinced somebody that they need to relook at what they're doing as far as their promise. Where do they get this data from, um, you know, that's going to tell them that they need to tweak something? Well, the best way is from your clients. I mean, whoever you're working with, you open your ears. And uh, <laughs> I work with a, a wonderful gentleman and um, he's got a really cool operation where he has a plant overseas 
and uh, his main business is uh, in in Illinois. And you know, ultimately, with with the products that he makes overseas and brings to Illinois and sells and sells all over the world, um, the the that's it's the biggest thing when he's talking to the clients, really. And I say, when you're talking to your clients, we just had this discussion. When you're talking to their clients, what are they asking you? How, like when they're deep diving into stuff, are they are they are these questions coming up regularly and you feel maybe uncomfortable about how your delivery is on that? Because if you're feeling any sort of tension around not being able to answer their questions fully, then that's those are the areas that you want to explore. You know, when you're having your sales um you know, if, if whether it's you doing the sales or whether it's someone else doing the sales, you know, you need to get this information. What are people peppering you with? What are they asking you for that you don't have? And like whether that's a good or a service or anything, like how do they want delivery of your particular services, that middle portion to address their problem? because that's what they'll pay for. And they'll pay even more if you deliver it in the way that they want. Yeah, and they'll be happier. And um, so we talked about people briefly. Did we cover that? I mean, you were talking about choosing the people that you're working with so that they're aligned yeah. with the promise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and what I, was I the think, next one? Yeah, so we had um, your product. And so it, it starts with your promise, right? And then goes into product. And so whether the, whether you're selling a product or a service, you're always aligning this stuff back. And this is another thing. It's like, but we've always sold that. Mm. So do your homework, do the data analysis of it and actually align and, and consult with your clients, whether or not they still want it. Because if you've always sold what you've always sold, but it's not, it's not delivering the promise the way it should anymore, then there's, you need to either adjust that product, improve that product, or replace that product. And what we're finding out there is that so many people have this bundle of product or services, and they haven't shaved anything off. They've added all kinds of products or services over the years, and they, they refuse to shave off these ones that once were a dominant part of their business. Maybe they aren't anymore, but they still think that, you know what, yeah. there's still that one person that's going to need this. Yeah. And you never know. It, it confuses their current audience. They're yeah. like, well, why are they selling this? Why are they doing this? I don't understand because it doesn't align with why I came in and why you know 90% of the other people are in now. And it's like, well, that's just something we've always done and blah, blah, blah. Well, when you confuse, you lose. And this yeah. is, you know, it's it's a big thing. So we want to, in, in, you know, make sure there's these alignments to the promise. And if you're still promising the results of that particular product, it's good to keep, fine. But ultimately, it's got to still align with product. It's got to still align with profit, that NP, right? And we find that some of these legacy products, you know, you might have used to sell a thousand and now you sell 10 and that 10 is only but you know uh, half a percent of your total volume and so why are we keeping this product just because we always had it and it's confusing other people that are coming in and getting the new better sort of thing so you know 
it's really interesting when we look at this alignment. Again, we're always going back and it's like, does it deliver the service in the way that we're promising? And if that was the old promise, then it doesn't. So let it go. Yeah, and when you see somebody that's got that fantastic alignment, it, it just leaps out at you, doesn't it? And, um, you know, the alternative is they've got all of these myriad of, of products trying to do everything. Um, and then you can see some people that have really streamlined. I'll talk to another gentleman, uh, Irishman, about being specific with your offer. It's very similar um, um, to what you're saying. And who are the main kind of um, people, your ideal prospects that you actually work with in health, Pete? Yeah, so um, typically I work with entrepreneurs that um, have reached a glass ceiling. So for the most, for the most part, they're um, doing really well and they've actually had um, good success most of them have enough money or um, feel comfortable with their money situation, but they want their life back. And you know they've they've been in business for three years, five years, ten years, and now they're kind of saying, "I'm still working thirty hours a week. I'm still working or, or fifty hours a week, sixty, seventy hours a week. I prefer to work twenty or thirty hours a week and have some other time around what I can do with my life or." You know any of these different things you're kind of reached these plateaus and it's like let's take some mm. framework that's what what i'm good at and work with is let's take some frameworks like the five p's overlay it on top of your business let's re you know work through the strategies of some of this stuff around realigning your promise making sure that your products align digging into the process and the process is a big one, right? Because processes, especially for um, entrepreneurs that are still the primary decision makers in their business, you know, processes are up here. And, and for those of you watching, not listening, I don't have a whole lot of head, uh, hair on top of my head because I've already pulled it out. And, um, you know, understanding that we need to get the stuff out of the entrepreneur's head and onto paper so that we can assess it, address it, and assign it to someone else to actually take control of and you know it's one thing to have a great organizational chart or accountability chart and have all these people assigned uh, underneath you but if they aren't actually accountable and if they aren't actually making the decisions and can't make the decisions without your involvement they really aren't accountable and mm -hmm. so letting them actually take charge because you feel comfortable with the process and you have the right people that we talked about that's when things start to get better and your time can come back to you so you have more freedom and that's this idea if you're frustrated around all of the time commitment making every decision in your business and you're feeling as though i, I you know i don't have good people that actually do stuff and can help me through this and you know what happens here is that people get fed up and and now it's like i want to sell my business because i'm just tired of this whole thing I used to be a business broker helping people with that. And it's like, if we get this stuff in place so that it's a turnkey business, not only is your business more valuable to somebody who's looking to buy it, but you might not even want to sell it because you don't actually have to make all those decisions every day. What sort of um, fears and, and, and frust or yeah, like um, resistance do you find with people when you are sort of telling them this, you need to delegate more? What are some of the things they tell you that they're worried about? 
Oh, I mean, it's the standard uh, type stuff. Uh, most of the time when they get to sort of to me, they're ready to delegate. They just don't know how. <laughs> but, Give me the plan. You know, yeah. It, it, yeah, but what what are the things? It's like, well, nobody can do it um, better than me. Uh, you know, I, I've always done it this way. It's, it's that sort of thing, right? It's yeah. like, I, I've, um, I just, I, I have the contacts. I know the stuff I, you know, it's, it's in my head. Um, you know, I'm not sure anybody's well, going to be able to do it as well or any of this kind of stuff. It's all around this idea that I've set myself up to be the kingpin here. And, um, that's, that's just going to lead you to work 70 hours a week for your entire life. And I, I think there's a time where people just don't want to do that anymore. I hope so. And um, for everyone listening out there, if you feel like that's striking a chord with you and uh, you want to get a bit of your freedom back, um, Pete has got some fantastic information, as you can tell from uh, what we've just gone through. And uh, he's also got an excellent website, simplifyingentrepreneurship.com. And you'll see he's got a strategy call uh, and have a look at what else is on there because he's got some really great stuff. So uh, thanks for coming on, Pete. I really enjoyed that. My pleasure. It's my pleasure. And thanks for having me, Julian. No problem at all. And thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. And I'll see you very soon on another episode.